0: The Royal Rumble is this Saturday, and the rumor mill is going absolutely crazy with all of the potential winners and surprise returns for this historic event. We've got a lot to unpack and no time to waste, so let's get right down to it. This is the Closet Champion Podcast. Hello ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Closet Champion Podcast. I am your host, the reigning, rarely defending, highly disputed champion of wrestling podcasts, Mike Mueller. It's Royal Rumble season, and this one is shaping up to be particularly intriguing. The undercard isn't doing too much to spark my interest, but both Rumble matches themselves have some very interesting possibilities. No time to waste. Like I said, we're going to break down all of the matches, starting with the somewhat lackluster undercard. And we'll start with the most obvious first, and that's got to definitely be uh, Becky Lynch defending her Raw Women's Championship against Dewdrop. And while well, I love seeing WWE give people like Dewdrop and Liv Morgan a little bit of a rub and some title shots, I still think this is an easy win for big-time Becky Lynch. She's just got too much momentum, and I think it's pretty obvious to me that they want to keep the gold on her, at least until WrestleMania. So well, it should be a fun match, and I'm super excited for Piper Niven, also known as DoDrop. Uh, I don't see any scenario in which she can beat Becky here. This has got to be a, a pretty easy victory for Becky Lynch. I also think the winner of the Royal Rumble is definitely going to be challenging Becky and not Charlotte for the title. We'll get more into that as I discuss the uh, the Rumble possibilities. but for this title match, while I'm happy to see some new faces up at the top, and while it should be an exciting match, there is just no way Becky Lynch is going to lose. So let's not waste any more time on it. Becky Lynch retains her Raw Women's Championship. Moving on to the mixed tag team match between Edge and Beth Phoenix, taking on The Miz and Maurice. I am so, so very excited to see Beth Phoenix back in action. You know, when I first got back into wrestling a little over a decade ago, Beth Phoenix was one of those people that really hooked me. She was so unlike the divas that I was used to seeing in the early 2000s. You know, she was an actual athlete. She was an actual wrestler. Her look was amazing. Her in-ring ability was incredible. And her glam slam finish. Oh, my God. The glam is on with that glam slam drop. Still one of the best finishers ever. I think it's the best finisher a female has ever had. Uh, and that's a he'll I'm prepared to die on. It's just, it's so good. And well, I'm very excited for Beth's return. I'm not really excited for this match in general. I'm having a hard time picturing uh, Beth losing on her return to the ring, and it's not like the Miz or Maurice really need a victory here. I think uh, a returning Beth Phoenix and Edge, who is still trying to—he uh, doesn't fight a whole lot, but when he does, it's it's pretty important, and he tends to get the victories, especially after getting stacked at WrestleMania, you know, all the help they can give him the better. So it should be a happy moment for the fans as well as edge and Beth Phoenix. I think they're going to pick up the win and everyone's going to be smiling. Everyone's going to be happy. And I fully expect, uh, Beth Phoenix to pin Maurice for the victory. Cause even though edge and Miz already had a match at day one, if they want to get any more legs out of this match or out of this rivalry, I should say, uh, we definitely got to have, uh, Beth get the victory over Maurice. So look for that to happen. The men's title matches are a little bit more interesting, uh, especially in the sense that we really have four heels fighting each other. I'm going to sort of talk about both of them at the same time because I think the fates are all intertwined here. Uh, first, we got Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. I know people are all about this new sort of fun-loving Brock Lesnar, but honestly, it it just makes me uncomfortable. I don't care for it. Uh, Brock coming out and for the weigh-in and asking Corey Graves if Corey would like him to strip naked uh, was a little bit awkward, and maybe it's just me, but I still think Brock is being a big-time jerk in all this. I don't really see the appeal. I don't know what I'm supposed to be rooting for with this Brock Lesnar. But at the same time, Bobby Lashley isn't really doing anything to get people on his side either. And the fact that this is going to be the first time these two guys are meeting one-on-one is literally the only thing that's exciting about this match to me. I don't care who wins. I dislike both of them. And I think there's no way it's going to live up to the hype for people that have been waiting for this match for 20 years. I have not been waiting for 20 years. I Like I said, I don't care but I know there's a big contingency of people out there that are really excited about it and looking forward to it, and I just don't see any way it can live up to the expectations. I hope to be wrong. Maybe we'll be wrong, but we'll see. And then on the other side for SmackDown, we've got Seth Rollins, who doesn't even go here, and he's facing Roman Reigns for absolutely no reason for the Universal Championship. I, I They've given us no reason To even understand why Seth Rollins is now apparently on SmackDown and fighting Roman Reigns, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, One thing I will say for Seth is he does have a very good track record against Roman Reigns in title matches, so maybe he's got a shot, but again, I just don't know because both of these guys are pretty cut and dry heels, like true, in the truest sense of the word, they're heels and even more so than the fact that they're heels, is just, I'm really confused who WWE even wants me to be rooting for. Like, the booking is just so nonsensical. Am I rooting for Roman to finally drop his title to the guy with the worst fake laugh in the history of wrestling? Or am I rooting for Roman to continue on his seemingly endless title reign? It just doesn't make sense either way. None of these four guys winning on Saturday has me excited. Brock, Bobby, Roman, Seth. I'm not rooting for any of them somehow. So how do we pick a winner here? How do we decide what to do moving forward? Let's look at long-term booking possibilities. Most people still think it's going to be Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. If that's the case, it would make sense for one of the champions to go down. And it's unlikely, because it's unlikely that it's going to be title for title, right? So one of them's got to lose. And if that's the case, I think Brock dropping the title to Lashley makes more sense than Roman dropping the title to Seth. However, I'm still holding out hope that we are not going to get uh, Brock versus Roman at WrestleMania Uh, because of what's going to happen in the Men's Rumble, and I'm about to get to that. So officially, on the record, Closet Champion prediction is that both champs retain their title, and individual storylines will develop for both of these men leading up to their WrestleMania matches. Now, as far as the WrestleMania matches go, like I did last year, I'm going to look at the most likely winners according to the oddsmakers, and I'm going to break them down into three categories. Those that I think have no shot, those that I think are a long shot, and those that I think have a great shot. And I'm going to give my prediction from there. Now, I'm only looking at people who currently are rated at 25 to 1 or better. And that's 15 women and 17 men currently ranked 25 to 1 or better. So for the women, we've got Lita and Io Shirai at 25 to 1. Shayna Baszler, 20 to 1. Naomi Paige. Naomi and Paige at 16 to 1. Liv Morgan, Charlotte Flair, Raquel Gonzalez, all 14 to 1. Rhea Ripley and Bailey are 10 to 1. Asuka is 7 to 1. Alexa Bliss, 6 to 1. Bianca Belair, 3 to 1. And Ronda Rousey is your odds-on favorite. She's actually worse than even money. She's, you would have to bet... to win $100 uh, if you're going for Ronda Rousey. All right, so let's get rid of the no chances right away. I'm going to go ahead and immediately get rid of Io Shirai, Shayna Baszler, Naomi, Paige, Raquel Gonzalez, and I think I'm going to go ahead and get rid of Asuka right away too. Now, everybody besides Asuka on this list, to me, just has never been positioned at all for a main roster title shot, let alone a main roster title shot at WrestleMania. And while Asuka certainly has legitimacy, she hasn't even wrestled since July, and we don't even know if she's going to be there. Paige hasn't wrestled since 2017. So while I'd love to see either of these women back, I don't think they're going to be making a surprise return, and even if they make the surprise return... I'd pop for it, but I just don't see them winning. So some people that have long shots that are really intriguing to me, the first one is Lita. Lita is the longest of the long shots, in my opinion. But if any returning legend could come back and win the Rumble and be a believable opponent for Becky Lynch or Charlotte, but realistically Becky Lynch at uh, WrestleMania, I think it's got to be Lita. Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley are also long shots. Uh, It's possible Liv had a brush with the main event recently, Uh, didn't do too much to impress me, if I'm being honest, and I don't think she did too much to impress the people in charge either. She's definitely over, the fans love her, but I don't know if she's over enough for them to trust her with a title match at WrestleMania. Rhea Ripley, on the other hand, seemed like she was poised for the main event. And last year, she was my pick to win it all. She was the final entrant along with Bianca Belair. Uh, This year, very different situation. Her stock has definitely taken a big dip. She's in a feud right now with Nikki Ash. Their tag team broke up. And typically, if you are an individual in a very heated feud with someone else that's not the champion, it's not a great outlook for you for winning the Royal Rumble. Uh, I think if anything happens with Rhea Ripley in the upcoming months, it's going to be with Nikki Ash. They're going to sort that out. So, well, I'm not saying it's it's a good bet for Rhea to win. Uh I'm not totally discounting it either just cuz at this time last year she was right at the very top. So, maybe they'll give her a, a rub. It wouldn't I wouldn't be upset. It wouldn't be totally out of nowhere, but it would be a pretty big surprise. I think the uh, the Horsewomen are also long shots to me. You know, you got Charlotte, who's the SmackDown Women's Champion. She's entering the Rumble, and her whole thing is, I'm going to win, and I'm going to choose my own opponent for WrestleMania. That's a weak storyline, and I'm much more inclined to believe that the Rumble will start a feud with whoever Charlotte's WrestleMania opponent ends up being, but I'd be shocked if they give Charlotte the victory here. In my opinion, I think whoever eliminates her is going to be the person that ends up facing her at WrestleMania. That being said, she is the queen, so you can never totally discount her. I will never discount uh, Charlotte completely on this show. Sasha Banks and Bayley... Would both be fine choices to win the whole thing. Sasha was actually my pick to win the Rumble. However, she had a foot injury a couple weeks ago, and it seems like she's not going to be making it to the Royal Rumble. Bailey has been out for a long time. There's been no definitive timeline for when she comes back. Wouldn't be surprised at all if she shows up. I firmly believe that all four of the horsewomen will eventually win a Rumble, and Sasha and Bailey are the last two to still accomplish that feat. So if either of them are in it, I think they're very likely to win, but it's just uncertain slash unlikely that they're even going to be in it at all. So for that reason alone, I'm putting them at long shots. If either of them are actually in the Rumble, I'd say they have a great shot to win, but I'm not going to say someone has a great shot that is still technically injured. So that leaves the three odds-on favorites as my top three picks for actually having a great shot at winning the Rumble. I don't let this influence me very much, as you'll see when we get to the men's picks. Uh, But in this case, I think the odds makers have it pretty damn on the nose here. So we've got Alexa Bliss, who's doing her therapy segments, and they've been ramping those up over the last few weeks uh, Alexa's return to the ring is clearly imminent and the Royal Rumble makes all the sense in the world. As far as winning the Rumble, uh, if we go back to last year's Alexa Bliss, it's important to look at the development of her character. So last year we had more of the like demonically possessed Alexa Bliss and that version of Alexa doesn't make as much sense to me, as a Rumble winner, but they've sort of switched her character to be more of the -the run-of-the-mill goth girl kind of crazy. And goth girl crazy Alexa Bliss could win the Royal Rumble uh, if she's not busy uh, at the When We Were Young festival. But if she is able to make it, I think she's got a great shot. However, I think she's going to be the person who eliminates Charlotte because we still have that unsettled... uh, lily doll incident from however many months ago so i'm not picking alexa bliss if she does win i'm not surprised but i think she's going to eliminate charlotte and her and charlotte are going to have a match at wrestlemania for the smackdown women's championship and it's going to be great by the way i think it's going to be fantastic but i'm not picking her to win so that leaves us with bianca Belair and ronda rousey now ronda rousey's return has been heavily rumored And quite frankly, if she is in the Royal Rumble, there's no way she's not going to win it. There's no way you bring Ronda Rousey into the Royal Rumble and have her lose. We've got a built-in storyline with Ronda and Becky Lynch because Ronda's last match was at WrestleMania 35 where she lost her belt to Becky in a triple threat match and she wasn't involved in the finish. Becky got the win over Charlotte. Ronda was not in the equation. Simply put, Ronda Rousey is a badass who lost her title without ever getting pinned or submitted and never got her rematch. What more reasoning do you need? But then there's Bianca Belair. She won the Royal Rumble last year. She won the title at WrestleMania and she got screwed out of her title reign when Becky Lynch returned at SummerSlam and beat her in like 30 seconds. Back-to-back Rumble victories would give Bianca Belair all the credibility and momentum that she would need to go to WrestleMania and get her title back from Becky Lynch. So which person is it going to be? Well, maybe I've been reading too many dirt sheets, but I firmly believe that Ronda Rousey is coming back, is going to enter, and is going to win the Royal Rumble. I think it's the better story. I think you haven't given people enough time, honestly, to care about Bianca Belair coming back. She's building herself back up, and I would love to see Bianca Belair versus Ronda Rousey. I'm not super excited to see Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. So for that reason, on top of the fact that I think it's too early in the history of Women's Royal Rumbles to have a back-to-back winner, the concept's still so new, for those reasons... I'm going to pick Ronda Rousey as my champ, as my winner of the Women's Royal Rumble, which is kind of a bold pick, given that she's not even confirmed to be in it. Uh, however, if there was ever anyone to win back-to-back Rumbles, Bianca Belair would totally be the type of person to do it, so I wouldn't be surprised at all. But we make bold predictions on this show, and we stand by them. That's what we do, so we're going with Ronda Rousey. All right, now for the men. Same thing, 25 to 1 or better. Those are the only people I'm considering. At 25 to 1, you've got Riddle, John Cena, Austin Theory, Edge, and Randy Orton. At 20 to 1, you've got Damian Priest, Finn Balor. At 18 to 1, you've got Omos. 16 to 1, Seth Rollins. 14 to 1, Bobby Lashley. 12 to 1, The Rock. 10 to 1, Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens. Eight to one, Roman Reigns. Five to one, AJ Styles. And three and a half to one, Brock Lesnar and Big E. All right, let's get the no shots out of the way. You can pretty much take anybody that's 25 to one. Riddle and Orton are going to be facing each other at WrestleMania if they break up. If they don't break up, they'll be in a tag match. Neither of them are going to win. Edge, I really don't think is even going to be in the Royal Rumble. Same thing with John Cena. Austin Theory is, you know what, actually? I'm going to save Austin Theory. I'm going to say Austin Theory has a long shot. But get rid of the other ones. I say get rid of Finn Balor at 21. He has no shot. I'm also going to say get rid of Drew McIntyre as no shot, just because I'm pretty sure he's not even medically cleared. So we can get rid of all those guys. They have no shot. Long shots, Austin Theory does have a long shot just because he's literally in a storyline involving Vince McMahon, so who knows how much faith they have in him, but there, I can see a world, it's a very, very long shot, the longest of my long shots, but I can see a world in which Austin Theory goes on this protege of Vince McMahon run and gets the title, especially I can see it happening if it's going to be Brock versus Roman at WrestleMania, because then we still have to have that night one champion. And Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley seems like it would be a squash, probably will be a squash, but it could be fun too. So let's keep that as a possibility. Damian Priest is another one who I want to say has no shot, but I really believe that they still have a lot of faith in him. He's doing this, um, sort of like unhinged, snapping and going crazy sort of motif. Very similar to Ken Shamrock back in the day, but without the charisma or the personality or the intensity of Ken Shamrock. I'm not very high on Damian Priest, but WWE is. So I, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for me for him to win, especially given that he's still the United States champion. But things can happen. Things can change. If that title gets off of him um, by saturday either at uh on smackdown or on friday or at the rumble if they add a a u.s title match and he loses i could see him coming back and winning possibly just because like i said i feel like wwe has a ton of faith in him another long shot is almost and i tell you right now at 20 to 1 18 to 1 whatever he is you may not It may not be a bad idea to throw 10 bucks down on Omos. That's all I'm going to say. He's a big dude. Guys like Omos are always better off in the Royal Rumble as being eliminated. It's a better story. Them getting eliminated is a better story than them winning the whole thing. That's why Kane never won. It's why Big Show never won. Undertaker only one time, and he came out at number thirty, which is kind of a weird spot for you know someone like Undertaker to come out and win. But for the most part, really big monster guys like that don't win. I'm assuming almost is going to be facing AJ Styles, but even that we don't know. And AJ Styles has really good odds on him, so people are putting money on AJ Styles. And I'll tell you right now, AJ Styles is not my long shot. We'll say that he's going to be in one of my good shots, but almost is a decent long shot. I'm going to say Kevin Owens is in that long shot group as well, uh, just because it's you know he's resigned the contract, he's doing a lot of work. Him and Seth Rollins have had a lot of back and forth going on. So if Seth Rollins beats Roman Reigns, I see a possibility of Kevin Owens winning the Royal Rumble uh, and going on. And facing Seth Rollins at WrestleMania for the championship. But again, I just don't know if that's really the way things are going to play out. So, in that same boat, I'm going to take Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley in that equation. I see Roman Reigns definitely retaining. And if he retains, he's got no business being in the Rumble. If somehow he loses and they bring him back in for the Rumble, of course he's got a chance but I don't really see that happening. Same thing with Bobby Lashley, whether he wins or loses against Brock, I just don't see him being in the Rumble at all. So that leaves us with Brock Lesnar, Big E, who are the betting favorites, AJ Styles at 5-1, and then The Rock at 14-1. to one. So I'm going to hope, hope and pray that Brock Lesnar does not lose his title to Bobby Lashley and then enter the Royal Rumble and win. However, the more I sit and think about it, the more that scenario makes a shitload of sense. And I certainly will not be betting against Brock Lesnar because if he loses to Bobby Lashley, I fully expect him to be in the Rumble. And I would be heartbroken. I think it's very lazy storytelling. I'm also sick Of two-time champions Um, so I'm hoping that it doesn't happen for him but you never know Big E and AJ Styles really interesting picks here AJ Styles can always go he spent a long time being in the mid card with Omos and, and sort of paying his dues I think everybody expects AJ Styles to have one more main event run in him This could certainly catapult that. He's the type of person that deserves to win the Royal Rumble, deserves to have that on his resume. I would hope that they would give him the rub and give him that possibility of it happening. So there's a great shot at that. There's also a great shot for Big E. Again, if Seth Rollins beats Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens and Big E are very likely opponents for Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. And if we're getting Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, something's got to fill that other spot. Big E and Kevin Owens have a great shot at it. I'd say Big E's got a better shot than KO just because I feel like they have more faith in him than they have in Kevin Owens right now. But then there's The Rock. You know, God. I've been saying for months and months and months that The Rock was going to come back at the Royal Rumble. He was going to win and he was going to lose to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. That can still absolutely happen. Now, a big part of me predicting that was the fact that I thought we'd already have one or two more Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns matches. It was supposed to happen at day one, and it didn't, and that's been making me do a lot of second-guessing on this pick. He's certainly not confirmed. It would be a huge surprise if he comes out. He's going to come out at number 30, I'm sure. But there's just something in my soul, something in my gut telling me with all these announced returns, more so all for the women than for the men, but there's all these legends that have been announced and they're great. You got Nikki Bella, you got Lita, you got Mickey James coming back. I can't believe I didn't say that. Mickey James coming back as the impact knockouts champion i love that for her she has zero percent chance of winning but she's going to have a great showing she'll probably be a final five participant um but you've got all these returns and just something in my gut tells me that they're only giving us the second tier the big returns are still going to be a surprise and for the women there's no bigger return than ronda rousey and for the men there would be no bigger return than the rock So maybe I'm hedging my bets here. Is it likely that both the men and the women Royal Rumble winners are going to be surprise entrants? Pretty unlikely. But I think it's very likely that one of them is going to be. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with hedging your bets. So the closet champion is going to stick to his guns. I've been calling it for six months, maybe longer. But it's time to put my money where my mouth is. The Rock is going to come back to the Royal Rumble win and take on roman reigns at wrestlemania and that's really all there is to say about that so we've got a recap becky lynch is going to retain i think all the champs are going to retain edge and uh beth phoenix are going to get their feel-good moment against the miz and maurice and then for the royal rumble you're going to have a returning ronda rousey and a returning dwayne the rock johnson winning the royal rumble and going on to sell some goddamn tickets at wrestlemania Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to be back next week with a Royal Rumble recap. We're going to do the top 10 battle royals. I was going to include it in this podcast, but we've already gone close to 30 minutes, and I don't want to go over that. So we're going to do a Rumble recap, top 10 battle royals, and we're going to open the fan uh, the fan mail back up, another round of what do you think about it was so successful the first time. I hope it's successful again. But until then, I am your reigning, rarely defending, Highly disputed champion of wrestling podcast, Mike Mueller. And I'm going to hide under the ring until everyone else has eliminated themselves and get out of here with my belt. Good night, everybody.